Ah, what is up, everybody? It is another Thursday afternoon, and therefore, by law, it is time for another Hard Rock Lunchbox. Also, in accordance with the laws of the game, first 20 minutes is going to be the top 20, and that commences... Now, that was way too long. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I, uh... Fall has returned to the Northeast. I've got my hoodie on, and I could not be happy. I like hoodie weather. Truth be told, I'm still in shorts, but I'm not an animal. So I don't know what that is, shorts and a hoodie. I like it. feels very post-grunge grunge. Because I remember when grunge came out, because I'm old enough to know those things. And uh, I remember everybody was just talking about, like, oh, shorts and a flannel. It's like, oh, yeah, cargo, like cargo shorts or whatever and a flannel. It's like, yep, that's kind of what we wear. <laughs> I don't think I was ever accused of posing as grunge because that was literally what I was wearing. I mean, I like jeans, too, but, man, I was shorts all summer long. Like, I'm not... It's not just because I'm heavier now that I'm, like, totally into just wearing shorts all the time, but, like... Yeah, I, I've always run a tad high. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I run, I run cold, which is why everything always feels hot to me. Like my, um, my, my body temperature instead of like the standard ninety eight point six, it's usually floating around ninety eight or sometimes ninety seven point eight. So they used to really throw off the nurses, but back then they didn't really give a shit. So it didn't really matter. <laughs> A lot going on in the world this week. I just found out that Liz Truss, the Prime Minister of uh, Great Britain, has resigned. It's been a short six weeks, shortest in history. And my oldest informed me that I think it was on Reddit. There was a competition to see who would last longer, uh, the new Prime Minister of England or a piece of lettuce. And I'm happy to announce that the piece of lettuce has won. All right. Good job, lettuce. Right. <laughs> Reddit really is the worst place on earth. I mean, it's better than TikTok. By the way, I had an argument, well, like as much of an argument as you can have with a 16-year-old girl about uh, how TikTok is better than YouTube. And I was old, so I, I watch YouTube. And I was like, I'm old whether I watch YouTube or not. But the fact is, like, a couple of my hurricanes were like, no, no, I learned how to do stuff on TikTok. I'm like, you could be learning how to do that in school. <laughs> uh, and also YouTube. But I think the way it works more on TikTok, it's not so much that you find out how to do, like you go to find out how to do stuff. It's that stuff is just, you know, given to you. And it's like, cool, now I know how to do a French braid. Like, but that's, it's very matrixy. Like, now I know how to fly a helicopter. Like, now I know Taekwondo, like, or whatever. Like, it's, I don't know. I feel like I've talked enough about TikTok. It's it's just so bad. And I actually kind of wonder, like, now that I just said I, was, I talked enough about it, I wonder if we're ever going to get to a point where it's going to be one of those things that parents actually take seriously. Like, do you remember? Probably not. But if anybody in my listening audience is old enough to remember the PMRC, where they started uh, rating albums, um, like music and stuff, and like Frank Zappa and Dee Snyder and John Denver, the three of those guys got together and went to testify in Congress, like it, before Congress, like about why it was such a bad idea and stuff. But Tipper Gore was going to have her label, and she won. She got it. She won. So I don't know, like... As much as that was helicopter parenting and way overstepping of, of parent control, like, 
I wonder if we're ever going to get there because TikTok is demonstrably bad for the brain, especially for the adolescents. And there's study after study after study that prove it. Like you're you're better off taking stimulants uh, because those actually can course correct a little bit better, and there we have way more experience like helping the body negotiate that. But TikTok does so much damage in 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 the way your cortex processes things that they're not entirely sure that they can undo like a lot of the ADHD symptoms. Like if your kids got ADHD and they're on TikTok all the time, like I've got news for you. You probably just let them get ADHD. Like that's super bad parenting. Like, and I don't mean to like just stand up here on my soapbox, but like if there's enough information out in the world that says, Hey, this is going to be bad for your kids. Like maybe you should like pull them off that. And there's definitely been jokes about, you know, like kids addicted to television and video games and stuff. And I don't even remember what the comedian was or who the comedian was. Like, if you don't think your kid's addicted to like video games, like turn off the game while they're in the middle of playing one. Like, <laughs> they will lose their goddamn minds. And I will tell you, that's got nothing on TikTok. If you think things have not gotten more nefarious over the years, then you're just really not paying attention. My point is, is that we can go on on Fox News and talk about how fentanyl and like all this other stuff is so bad for kids and we should avoid it. And the Democrats, it's their fault because they're letting kids have all this stuff and it's rainbow colored and kids can't handle rainbow colored stuff. And we know that from the gays. So we make a big deal about that. But like TikTok is super destructive. Some of the TikTok challenges at least make the news, but nobody's doing anything about it. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm not on TikTok. I do not let Charlotte be on TikTok. I don't believe the boys are on TikTok. Cause I think you kind of age out of it after a while. And you're looking at it like, this is ridiculous. But uh, yeah, I hard roll. Charlotte is not allowed to have, uh, to be on TikTok. I let her on Snapchat. Uh, and the only reason I let her on Snapchat back in the early days, cause I thought the filters were genius. I thought they were a lot of fun and I'm a big fan of creative and stuff like that. And, Charlotte's just not a social media kid. I mean, she loves her TV and she loves her couch. And honestly, I think at this point, it's mutual with the couch. I'm not entirely sure, but, you know, all those people that are opposed to other people marrying couches, I mean, might have an issue with this one, but I feel like I'm pretty open-minded, so I'm not like that. So what's the mess? Stay off TikTok, kids. Learn your stuff on YouTube like uh, old people do. That's all I got for today, and I'll see you next week. Not getting out of here that easy. If I have to be here, you have to be here. Which is so not true. Like, neither one of us actually have to be here. The fact that none of us have to be here and yet we're still here, I don't even know who that says worse things about. But probably me. Anyway, housekeeping. Housekeeping. I should get a button for that. Should I get a button for that? No. How about that? It's always a no. Thought I forgot about that, didn't I? I did not forget. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a new top 20 out. I actually have to take a look at it because I, I watched the beginning. I love doing the beginning bumpers of the top 20 now. Like, And I realize like, I end up doing like too many clips. But the fact that I was able to work in Linus and the Great Pumpkin, I think if that doesn't win me some sort of award, I don't know what's going to. Like, I just... <laughs> I literally worked the Great Pumpkin into a, a political argument. Like, is that's got to be something, man. At least watch the goddamn thing. And, you know, or, or don't. I'll just... <laughs> it doesn't... Just, apparently it doesn't really much matter. I was talking about ways to kind of improve the reach of the top 20, and uh, it was basically like... 
Well, maybe you shouldn't be talking about music mainly, and then also talking about politics, and also not doing it on like you know basically a, a music channel, which is what Strangerhood TV is. I realize Strangerhood TV is a lot more than that, but it still bans YouTube channel and all that other stuff. You know, like maybe I should just move my political commentary over to its own thing, and maybe I will. Like I, I, I don't know. I really do think it might be worthwhile to have the top twenty be somewhere else, and then just do the lunchbox, but like. I don't have time. But once that moment comes, then I'll be in two places at once. And no one needs that. So anyway, currently being in two places at once, if you want to check out the top 20, it is it is indeed the episode. It's episode 95, ladies and gentlemen. 95, Mrs. Bueller. 9-5. Uh, DJ knows it's because Linus said if instead of when. And that is very true, and that will definitely cause the Great Pumpkin to fly by your, your pumpkin patch, no matter how sincere it is. And if you don't believe me... Um, also on the show, the goal of the 26 steps, me trying to get from the basement upstairs with a uh, bag of laundry would be good. Um, basic human rights, more trouble in YouTube. Par- I, I still have to contest that YouTube strike. But I was actually thinking more of it, like, the fact that I'm in trouble for that whole election-denying thing, like, first of all, like like I said last week, there is no chance. Like, I am not even remotely an election denier. But also, I don't think the community standards were against that at that time, but I don't know that I want to actually make that argument because, you know, it's a, it's a weak argument. It was definitely the wrong thing to do, and we've since changed that, so, but I don't know. And a lot of people are getting pardoned for smoking weed, and I don't know. I don't know what the rules are, and I don't even know how that works. Uh, but I was talking a little bit about Lee Zeldin and what a horrible person uh, he would be as governor. But it is fun to note that the Quinnipiac poll only puts Kathy Hochul, who I am no supporter of, uh, four points ahead of Lee Zeldin, who I am really not a supporter of. So, like, we are seriously talking about the least worst candidate, as far as I can tell. And that just, it's just so sucks. And it's funny, too, because, like, I talk to people all the time, like, politically, like, and everyone's always like, like, I have a big problem with libertarians, and that's not, it's not that they exist, it's that they don't have answers for me on stuff that matters. Like, I really would like to know what libertarians would do with the big giant mess in Florida, right? Like, Florida had a natural disaster, it's one of the reasons we have FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Association, Assistance Department, I forget. Federal Emergency, uh, Agency, Federal Emergency Management Agency. And they handle natural disasters and all kinds of stuff like that. Excuse me. Wow, that was gross. I also don't know what that was. Coffee? Coffee. It's all coffee. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, they play a big role in basically sweeping up the mess that Mother Nature like does to us, even though we've done it to her first. Uh, and they helped out a lot in Sandy. They're always rebuilding a trailer or two in Oklahoma. And like, you know, Florida got really, really nailed this week or this month by, by this hurricane and, uh, you know, billions of dollars of damage and stuff like that. And people are already complaining about how their insurance companies aren't covering, like, you know, what they should be covering and what's the point of insurance. Like, yeah, no, duh, man. Like, seriously, you want to get me rolling on why insurance companies are bad? Like, why don't you, like, you ever ask yourself, like, why insurance companies own, like, theaters and stadiums and football, you know, stadiums and stuff like that? Like, there should not, there should not be a MetLife arena. Do you know why? Because they're in the business of insurance. And aside from all the payment of that business, like they should be paying out those claims. And the fact that they say no 80% of the time just out of the gate and then buy a football stadium should 
speak volumes to people. And that's the kind of thing that government actually is supposed to be doing. Government is supposed to regulate that stuff. But in the immortal world, worlds of in the immortal words of Ronald Reagan, where he said, uh, government is not the solution to the problem. Government is the problem. And I'll tell you this. Nobody has been more full of shit than Ronald Reagan as a president. And I love the fact that people think he's so great and decided to name an airport after him. And all I can think of is the fact that he didn't want to deal with the AIDS epidemic because he didn't even want to utter the word homosexual in public because he's that much of a closeted dipshit. Reagan was an awful, awful president. And he is responsible mostly uh, pre-Trump era for destroying what government actually does. Government is supposed to regulate and oversee a lot of that stuff. And when you start canceling those things, then you get stuff like insurance companies buying stadiums instead of putting a roof back on your house. I mean, whenever I talk to people about that, especially libertarians, like they just don't seem to have an answer. Like Libertarians kind of, kind of, want to kind of go back to the way it was before there was an income tax. And for those of you listening that were alive during the income, before there was an income tax, God bless you because it was a very long time ago. Like, I don't think, I don't know that people are alive, but, but the way they used to pay for things, because the country still had like a standing army and stuff like that, the way they used to pay for things were basically like on excise taxes, which are tariffs, right? Like we just had a big giant trade war with China, which... In another episode, I'm going to discuss how that actually caused the inflation that we have now. Something new to me. Um, what was I saying? Nobody knows. Nobody knows and nobody cares. And that's probably the most important thing to take away. But, uh, oh, right. So they used to, like, you know, excise tax and, and they would sell off land. Like, that's how the government paid for stuff. Like, that's... We're out of land, man. We can't start selling it. I mean, like, I don't want to sell off our national parks. I feel like we collectively have decided, like, yeah, we're going to preserve, like, Yosemite and some of the Pine Barrens and stuff like that. Like, parks are good. Like, I'm, I'm a big believer. And that's another thing, like, I tend to argue with the Republicans about because I believe in stuff like parks. I like the communal good. Like, it's good for us to do that. And they're just like, no, it's just about the economy. Well, if it's just about the economy, then like, okay, then we can just sell off all this stuff and not pay for fire departments and police departments. And if you want to save some money, you know, way we can do that is really get rid of all those schools. Because honestly, they're not teaching anybody shit anyway. At this point, my 16-year-old daughter is already in college because she's so much more advanced than public school kids because she's being educated properly. Like... What the hell is that, man? You want to save a boatload of money? Shut down the schools. Like, oh, no, we got to educate people. Well, we're not exactly educating people. And then, of course, bringing me back to the hurricane in Florida, like, libertarians find, like, very little role for government in, in daily life. So what are you going to do if a 50-foot wave of water decides to remove your house from where it used to be? Are you just, like, on your own? Or are you going to rely on your insurance company that's going to pay out, say, $8,000 on a $50,000 claim? Like, what are you going to do? Like, you do realize that the average American cannot handle a $500 unexpected expense. Like, that is, that's where we're at right now. And as much as I believe in lowering taxes, I think the best way to do that is by oversight and regulation. And I realize that adds a level of bureaucracy. 
But if we really do that well, like we used to really believe in like the Congressional Budget Office, like the CBO, like that used to tell us what things were going to cost. And it was a nonpartisan thing. And I think it still is. I just nobody really nobody really cares anymore I mean, because they don't have any teeth. They don't have any power. And Congress, of course, doesn't care at all because they're all politicians, which doesn't help anything either. But if we had like an outside regulatory agency with a lot of transparency that could be like, why are we paying $500,000 for this hammer? Then maybe we could actually lower the tax bill. Because I don't think it's necessarily about all the stuff that we like just spend our money on. I think it's the stuff that we spend our money on carelessly. Like I'm not super frugal, but like I know to not buy things at Whole Food that I can get at Stop and Shop. You know what I mean? Like I I know to do that. I know to get the things at Whole Food and Trader Joe's that I can only get there, right? Like, it's very hard to get, like, Trader Joe's stuff, like, anywhere else. Like, it just is. Like, I don't know if there's a Trader Joe's black market, but uh, I'd, I'd be totally down for it. But I would suggest the best way to get a deal at Trader Joe's is take any one of your kids and make them work there because then they get a solid discount. Yeah. DJ solves it all. Again. Yeah, man, I'm on fire. I'm on, no, literally, I'm on fire. No, I'm kidding. I'm not actually on fire. But anyway, so they never have an they never have an uh, an explanation. Like it's always there's a lot of like pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Like I don't have bootstraps, man. Like I believe in social safety nets and all that other stuff. Like I really, I really do. Like Social Security is getting an eight percent increase next month. Awesome. I mean, it's not super like because we have eight percent of inflation, so it's like at least. But at least they did that. You know what I mean? Like I'm. I'm definitely, you know, I've been my entire life, I've been told that I'm not going to have Social Security when I retire. And I don't know if that's going to be true or not. I, I don't. I don't know what you guys think of that. I don't know where you guys are at with it. I know anybody that works for for a legit paycheck is definitely, you know, contributing to it. And hopefully we at least get that back. But, like, I, I got to tell you, man, like, some of the numbers you see about, like, retirement, it's like, it's... It's bad. Like, we have subsidized housing for people that are, you know, disabled and sick and, and the elderly and stuff like that. But we're going to run out of that stuff as people keep living longer and longer and longer. Um, you know, so it's it, it's it's kind of something to, like, kind of keep an eye on. And I just, every time I talk to a libertarian or even, like, our super conservative Republican, like, what do you want to do with those people? Like, what do you want to do about that? And most of them are like, well, self-reliance and take care of yourself. It's like, all right, man. But, like, all things being equal, and let, let's just say you're able to, like, live your perfect life, right? Like, no real illness, no real financial problems. You're just doing the right thing. You're socking your money away, and you're, you're doing a good job, and you're buying gold because I don't know why, but, like, you are. So you're not at risk for the stock market. Like, let's say you get all the way to the end there, like, and you're going to spend, you retire at, say, at 60, and you spend 25 years, like, living off that money. Like, is that... That really something you're going to be able to do? Like, really? 25 years without a little help? I don't think so, man. I just, I don't, I don't see it. And that's just like if it goes really well. And, and none of them have been able to explain to me how to handle like the additional costs in the world. I mean, sure, the standing army and like dealing with other problems in other parts of the world, like they just want out. Like, and I get that. But there's a lot to be said for. Ha like why Americans get to live the way they do is because of our influence in the world. If it was just us, I don't, I don't think we'd be like 
I mean, obviously, if it's just us, we wouldn't be the number one superpower. We wouldn't be the number one economic power either. And the world would be a very different place. And if we didn't have that sort of leverage, who's going to stop from taking us over? I mean, have you seen the size of Ukraine? Like, Ukraine's pretty big. Russia just marched right in there and took it. You don't think maybe Russia might do one of those Red Dawn moves? Like, you want to throw a perfectly good reference into the mix? Like, maybe. I don't know. I'm a big believer in the global, like, player. Like, and I've always said, like, you want to keep migrants from coming to America? Like, make their life better at home. It's much cheaper to, like, take care of people in Guatemala than it is to take care of them on Randall's Island. That's true. That's, like, that's 100% a fact. And that's why we invest that money in those places. And I just I think if we oversight it a little bit more and do a little bit better job with our money, then, you know, we can do that. I mean... It just doesn't seem like that hard, and it doesn't even seem like that foreign of an idea. I mean, I know Kaz, for years, when we've gone to bars and stuff, he'll look at his receipt when he checks out, because that motherfucker finds every extra shot that was not his. Because Kaz may have a lot of problems, but he is very sharp when it comes to the money he's spending at a bar. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like we could just do that. I mean... We all know some accountants, right? Like, we could just do that. I mean, like, who among us is, just, like, just throwing $50 at the bar and be like, yeah, I love drinks, whatever. Like, yeah, just give me my change back. Like, I'm always aware of my changes, hyper aware of my $5 change when I got a one drink at Amityville Music Hall out of my $20 bill. Hyper aware of that. You know where I'm not spending my money anymore? Honestly, I wouldn't spend my money there anyway, even if I didn't have a fight with the twat that was running the place. But seriously, at those prices, hard pass. Like, absolutely hard pass. And that's kind of, I think, the way we need to approach things here. And it's so funny because I had absolutely no intention of talking about that. I really wanted to talk about the Democratic messaging problem uh, based on a couple of videos I saw yesterday and even some stuff I watched on um Bill Maher that I thought was incredibly on point when he's talking about Herschel Walker and why Herschel Walker is even still in the goddamn race. He raises some good issues, some issues I've been saying for years about the inability for Democrats to message properly. And I guess it'll just have to wait. You know, it might even be better. We'll just do it next week. It'll be closer to the midterms, right before the midterms. Although I can't imagine anybody still in my listening audience is even remotely interested in voting Republican because... The reality is their push on social issues is just, it's, I can't, I cannot do it. And even like as bad as Lee Zeldin is, like if he honestly stepped off the social nonsense and the election denying and the fracking, my God, the fracking, seriously, knock it off. We don't want to frack in upstate New York. None of those people want to have gasoline coming through their water and all the health problems. They're, they're, they just don't understand. And all you have to do is look a state over to Pennsylvania to see how badly that has gone. And it's not like Pennsylvania is just, like, giving away free money because they've got so much money. Like, that energy independence you think you're getting is going to the oil and gas companies because they're still having record profits somehow and paying no windfall taxes, which is just bananas to me. But that's okay because everybody wants to have energy independence without having any idea what it actually means or looks like for them and theirs. And if they start fracking in New York, people in upstate New York are going to start dying from these complications. They're going to have earthquakes, and again, they're going to light their water on fire, all kinds of cancers and stuff like that. And as good as it sounds to knock off a few of the people causing most of the problems upstate, which honestly, all of us downstate are supporting anyway. And you know that, right? Yeah, because you're not exactly making in billions of 
of dollars outside of Schenectady or whatever the fuck that place is. All the money is coming from downstate, and you're lucky to be alive. Stop fucking complaining. Or just move. Just move somewhere else. I'm fine with that. But I didn't come here to talk about that. And yet I did. Again. I really should do better with this show. But not today. Here's a little day to remember. To remind you of a day to remember. See what I did there? Yeah, I know. I'm done.